Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Banter Boys podcast. My name is Sanji. With me is Ryan. How are you doing, boy? What's this scene, Sanji? Um, I'm all right, man. I'm tired. We kicked my ass this week, and it's only Tuesday. Look at the commitment you're showing, man. You come straight from work and straight into the pod. You don't even change or anything like that. Yeah, no, I, I got him maybe like 15 minutes ago, so it didn't make sense. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Why is Wick kicking your ass? Just a busy time. Very, um, very descriptive. I know, <laughs> I know. It's going to be that kind of day. Wick is somewhat confidential, right? You can't uh, be telling us the deets and stuff like that. Oh, no, it's fine. Nobody listens to us anyhow. Well, I mean, you're a manager. That's the problem, right? Yeah, I mean, that's fine. You've got to make sure other people's doing work so you don't have to do anything. Exactly. <laughs> it's basically like being a fan tracks manager, right? So, Yeah, I got to play with my puppets. Yo. <laughs> I should give them points. Like, make a these, uh, point system and like, this is how you get your appraisal. <laughs> oh, that is too good. Yo, that's epic, actually. Yeah, you Effective should do that. clearances of deliverables. You should do that for sure. Give everyone like a draft position as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Award them fab when they do well, you know. <laughs> uh, um, I'm good, man. Work, work is just work. Uh, we had a bit of a long weekend here in the UK. Uh, went oh, sweet. up north-ish. Well, middle of the UK. Somewhere in Derby. I think I was in Derbyshire or something like that. Basically countryside. Lots and lots of sheep. So I really understand why Derby has a sheep or ram as their logo. Makes a lot of sense. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, it was all right. Um, went with my cousin, uh, her kids, husband, dog. Um, kids were fun until they became absolute nightmares. And I forget how much attention you need to give kids and um, how much energy you need for them. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not ready to, to have one <laughs> anytime soon. <laughs> Well, Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least once that I'm aware of, I think. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I mean, weekend was fine. Uh, back to it, though. I, I didn't really get to watch any football. Oh, you missed out, man. Yeah, I know. We had some epic games this weekend, man. Yeah, really did. Epic fucking games. Um, I mean, we can we can chat about a bit about it. Um, but I think what we'll do before we get into that stuff, um, we'll do social plug. Um, we do the biz stuff because apparently people listen to us. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll keep doing that. So I'm gonna let Russ do his thing right here. Yeah, for sure. So you can message us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handles at Banta B on Discord in the Draft PL channel. Banta Boys hashtag six five eight five on Reddit. You backslash Banta underscore Boys. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcast school podcast soundcloud and youtube all under the name of banta boys if you're listening to this right now if you don't mind you know uh giving the pod a like or um even on youtube if you're listening to this on youtube hit the like button hit the subscribe button i know like our numbers have increased so i mean it just helps us kind of spread the word and helps us grow um and every little bit kind of counts um so yeah, massively appreciate the support. Um, we've seen the numbers increase massively as well compared to last season, and truly, um, yeah, 
I can't stress how much we are grateful um, for your ongoing support, guys. Um, anyways, if you are new to this podcast, welcome. Uh, we cover everything fan tracks related in the default version of the game, at least. Um, and typically how we do these pods is that we have two halves. Uh, first off, we do a bit of a data dump. We look at default scoring categories from the previous game week. So that'll be game week three. Uh, then we kind of catch up in our leagues, uh, see how we did, uh, any concerns, tactics that we're thinking of deploying, maybe trades as well. Then we take our halftime pint and then we jump back into the second half with Twitter and Discord questions. By the way, the Discord is popping off these days. Yo, it's super like, Weird though, because whenever someone joins, I'm usually the first to react. (laughs) And then you react right after. But why are we always reacting with the same wave? No clue. No clue. And it throws me off every single time because I'm like, did I wave? Did I not? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? It's trippy as hell. It's at least 20 of them in a row. Like, we're the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so then after questions, we round things off with FA slash waiver picks. Basically, assets that are under 50% owned or lower owned assets um so we just suggest um you know assets that maybe can make a difference uh for your game you can you know help you win your matchup anyways uh before we get started with the pod we always like to have a bit of a chat um you know be it football fan tracks any of that sort of jazz so yeah i mean there's a few things that i wanted to touch on i mean before we get into like the couple of things which is basically talk, chatting a bit about a couple of new assets in terms of fixtures this weekend which one um would you say like caught you off guard or you have any regrets about etc like i was surprised by sheffield the fact that they scored or the fact that they scored and they they had a chance to equalize they they, they played mm. well or city were just very uncreative i guess i don't know which one it was um I'm trying to remember. Well, this was the comeback weekend, right? It yeah, was Liverpool. Liverpool, Arsenal. I mean, they didn't come back and win, but they came back into it. Manchester uh, United. United. I think even Barca were down at that point and then won 4-3 or something. It was like a weird weekend for comebacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even Fulham went up, then Arsenal took the lead, and then Fulham came back with the equalizer as well, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I also wanted to shout out to all chance Chelsea fans. Uh, Why is that? Because giving AC Milan all your assets. Ah, yes. Uh, you're enjoying Ruben and uh, Pulisic, aren't you? And Giroud still delivering. I mean, I- I'm just happy that they're playing football. And I mean, it just validates, you know, the fact that we... We didn't buy bad players. We're just a, a terrible club for players. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I think uh, Milan has started the season strong, two wins in two, but Giroud already has like three goals and one assist or something like that, something nuts. Uh, I'm just worried though, all of those players we called out are a bit injury prone-ish. Yeah. And when yeah. Champions League starts, you know it's all going to go tits up. But yeah, true. true, true, true. I'm enjoying it while I can. Yeah, man, that's epic. Yeah, take care of my boys, man. I, I really yeah. do miss, uh, especially Ruben. Ruben was uh, close to my heart for sure. Um, Ruben. So just to timestamp this, it's Tuesday, uh, August 29th. Um, Cup games took place tonight, at least a few of them, right? Uh, EFL Cup games. We had some Prem sides in it as well. 
uh, Bournemouth uh, beat Swansea, uh, Fulham beat Spurs on penalties. <laughs> Sorry, I just why, have to get, get why, a lot. Why was Davidson Sanchez taking the second penalty? Like, you deserve to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. What is that? Um, Sorry, he took the third one, not the oh, second. My yeah, bad. The, I mean, the fact that he took one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, Luton um, progressed as well. They won 3-2. I think that's the first game at uh, Ken- uh, Kenilworth Road um, Stadium after they kind of fixed it up and stuff like that. Uh, Brentford also progressed on penalties. Crystal Palace had this epic comeback. I think they scored like three goals in like three minutes. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, Wolves won 5-0. But I, I guess like to kind of touch on like some some scores and stuff like that. For like uh, Bournemouth, um, Brooks, Hamitrari, Ryan Christie got goals. Anthony and Clivert with assists. Um, in terms of Fulham, Richarlison finally fucking scored. Yep. But I mean, game state... Um, Tete had to run off the pitch because he tore his shoe and his spare shoe was all the way in the dressing room where he had to run around the pitch to go into. It was stupid oh, you're as joking. hell. No, I'm not. Even, it was so <laughs> Nobody stupid. Nobody could bring his phone. He went. So basically, like, I think the dugout is on one side of the pitch. Yeah. And yeah. they didn't have a spare shoe over there. So then it's one of those stadiums where the tunnel is at the corner at right. the random corner of the pitch. So he had to run all around the pitch, go in, and by the time he went inside, that's when Spurs um scored. Like and I think it was on his side as well. Um they basically doubled up on Tim Ream, um, scored a header. Uh Perisic got the assist for that. And then Sorry. funny enough, I, I think it was just hilarious. Tessie comes back on. Um they uh eventually went on penalties and he scores the winning penalty. <laughs> I, saw <laughs> so, that too. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought I was actually absolutely brilliant. Um, it was a Van der Ven own goal as well um, yep. for uh, Fulham. Uh, for Luton, uh, Brown, Doughty and Woodrow all got goals. Barry got two assists. I think that's one of the centre-backs or something like that. Uh, for Brentford, Matthias Jensen got the goal. Uh, for Crystal Palace, this one was Mateta. wild, man. Yeah, Mateta hat-trick, yo. Um, yeah, Edward nuts. also got on the score sheet. Um, Ayu got an assist. Schlupp got an assist. Eze with the double assist. So I love to see that as an owner. Now, this is the one that really I, I kind of wanted to definitely bring up is Wolves' victory. Uh, Kaladzic with the goal. Fabio Silva with a goal. Frazier with a goal. Um... I'm saving the loss for best, obviously, right? Uh, Sarabia got three assists. Frazier got one assist. But Doherty Brace. Yeah, yo. Surely this guy's going to get some prem time, right? He has to. And surely we're going to be trying to snatch him, right? <laughs> I am not. I'm avoiding him. <laughs> not falling for the trap. You tell me you don't trust the Wolves, do you? Oh, I trust Wolves more than I trust Doherty to get me points. Because he's such a trap. Yeah. Is he though? Is he though? I don't know. I'd be tempted. If I saw him starting, I'd be tempted. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The ceiling's there, right? The upside's there. Oh, for sure. No. Okay, so I kinda wanna quickly touch on some of the new transfers that came into the league as well. Um and I think we can go as far back as like uh Zaniolo um coming in from Galatasaray. Um, I saw him go in a few leagues. I don't know if for much money, maybe a f- maybe I would say max zero to ten 
fab dollars, um, at least from what I've heard through the grapevine and stuff like that. I feel like I saw a highlight recently where he had a chance on net, basically, like a big chance or something, and I think got saved. I don't know if that was, was that a cup game or was that an EPL game? I can't remember if he played in the EPL at, I don't think he did, right? Because I he think came there was... On. Oh, he came on, right, right, because I think there's some issues with his European papers. Okay, so then he got, in 16 minutes, he basically had one key pass. And I think he was through on net, but it, he might have been smothered in that sense. Um, okay. I, for some reason, I remember him having yeah, a chance. Yeah, because his XG is on 0.22, but like no shots, right? Well, two shots, but there you go. not on target. I think he's basically going to hold that same position as he did at Roma, right? Basically one of the two forwards sort of thing. But I can't see him displacing Watkins or man of the moment Diaby. Right, that's the thing. So I I mean, I don't actually think I know a Villa fan, but people who seem to be in the know or speaking to Villa fans have said, like, it's going to take a while for him to get up to speed and then probably even break into the squad. So... I'm happy to not own or not to have the headache of owning. Yeah. But I am looking forward to what he might bring. Yeah, it's it's going to be one of those random game weeks like around Christmas period time where they're like heavily rotating teams and like he's going to get this random start. I think at that point, he's definitely worth a punt. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're saying this, right? And then don't uh, Villa, play, uh, Villa play Liverpool this weekend, right? Yeah. Watch it be like a 7-2. He starts and is like, <laughs> we're going to be eating our words next week. Or he might get the start in this uh, European Conference second leg tie for them, right? True. Because they won the first one 5-0. So it's definitely going to be a good um, debut for him if they get the paperwork done, if he's able to play. So, I mean, if if you're an owner right now, I'd definitely suggest trying to cash that game or cash the highlights if he, if he gets some minutes. Fair. Uh okay, so there's Lavia, Tyler Adams. Uh I don't know if you really want to touch on those guys. I mean we know them. Yeah. Enough. Seti Eddies. Yeah. Yeah. Um Aaron Ramsey, brother of Jacob. Uh tipped to be better than his brother. Uh came on, I think, for like twenty-one minutes or something like that. Uh, depending on your scoring format, I think in Banter Boys League, we change the clearances for all outfielders to get points, as it should be. I think the default scoring only credits defenders and goalkeepers. Um, but uh, on that note, yeah, in that 21 minutes, he basically just got the one clearance. We wouldn't be in a rush to be rostering him right now. No, it's more uh, based on the team he plays for. Yeah. I don't actually see him getting enough opportunity to get the points, really. Yeah. They wouldn't be on the ball much, for example, right? Yeah. Uh, Mavropanos coming into West Ham. I don't think he's going to start for a while. I think Moyes was saying basically he's not fit or he still has to right. get up to speed with the game. I don't see who he's going to displace immediately. Like, Zuma and Aguirre are fine. Yeah. Uh, new boy at Burnley, though, from Anderlecht, Del Crow. Um, so I wrote the uh, waiver article for the draft society for game week four uh, catch that if you can guys um, it was my first ever waiver wire article for them had a, ha- had some fun writing that not gonna lie um, but Del Crow was in that um, and 
I'm assuming while Bear is out injured, he's probably going to get the nod. Um, and he had some fairly decent numbers. Um, scored 4.75 points after conceding three, two key passes, a shot on target, three interceptions, three clearances, and an aerial. Not bad at all. Yeah. It's similar numbers to like what Bear kind of put up versus Man City, right? Bear got right. six after conceding three as well. Um, but I think those were more defensive numbers versus the, it's the, it's the two key passes and the shot on target that has me like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's not uh, Anderson, but... <laughs> oh, boy. Wait till we get to that. Oh, ridiculous. Absurd. <laughs> Lewis Holt in Newcastle, any interest or you wait and see for that? I think, uh, hmm, tough one. Because Botman's I didn't injured, see right? him. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say, I didn't see him breaking into the squad anytime soon, right? But yeah. it was probably just for depth because they're in everything this season. Um, but Botman is injured, as you said. I don't know the extent of his injury, but they can easily put Dan Byrne in and play like Mighty Target as they did or try someone new. Yeah. Uh, Gonzalo Montiel, uh, the guy that scored the winning penalties for both Sevilla and Argentina to mm-hmm. cup glory uh, at Nottingham Forest. Uh, do you think he's potentially worth a roster? I, I, like, I haven't watched too much of this guy play, to be honest. Neither me, but I feel like I remember glimpses of him at the World Cup. Mm. Uh, think I like what I saw, I, if, if I'm thinking of the correct person, but really don't know what to expect. I just don't like how rotation prone Forest seem to be. Like they rotate their defenders. Why? Yeah. I mean speaking of rotation, Jeremy Doku to Man City. Oof. Did did anyone bid on him in, in your leagues? He didn't play. I remember Fantrax was messing up oh, today. So. Yeah. Yo, get your shit together, man, Fantrax. Yeah. Man, be better. Yeah. We want nice things. I know, for free too. <laughs> um, I think I saw him go for like 80 fab and shit like that. In Jeez, what? Of, uh, like international junior league or something like that. Is this guy even going to be playing football? Like, like I don't know what to expect, honestly. I'm not spending 80 fab I think fab it makes night of me. I think it makes sense if you already own maybe two of the city attackers and you just want three so that two play every week or something but i don't expect doku to get that many minutes no exactly yeah at least not to start yeah uh kudus coming in from uh ajax uh hot name man he was also part of my article i saw him go for 100 fab which i guess is understandable yo i am so excited for this guy yeah like he's always excited me at ajax and then to see what he did at the World Cup mm-hmm. and then Champions League. Like, it wasn't a fluke, right? Like, he's consistently delivered at higher levels. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, though, um, he's a Moyes type of player? Because, like, sure, he has goal threat and all that, but I feel like Moyes really typically favors people that work hard, defend, track back, win the ball. Like, Benny is great at attacking, but we saw Benny struggle for starts during Moyes' tenure. Good question. I don't know how to answer the question. 
<laughs> I think they so they're in Europa this season, right? So yeah, and there's also a bit more to, to contend about. with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I'm I'm not that like I get the pedigree of the player, and obviously you want to like use your first wave of priority or spend big money on him. But I mean, just be prepared for the possible pain that's going to come with it. I think at least the first few weeks. Yeah. I do think he'll break into the squad soon once yeah. he gets that like work work ethic down, like you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cameron Archer, Villa to Sheffield. Uh, any interest? Not for me, though. I guess Sheffield did need a better attacking outlet. I don't know. Mm. I've seen Osula, Osula, Osula start yeah. three games now and not delivered anything. Right. So yeah, I mean he's getting chances. He's just not been hitting the target, really. And I feel like they still need to kind of replace Illumin and I, like, and have Mm -hmm. some sort of proper creativity. Um, I got a tip that, you know, James McAtee could possibly go to Sheffield. Um, That little, that Man City kid. Yeah, yeah. I grabbed him in one of my leagues. Just until, yeah, I mean, Bear is out until after the international break. And. I think Chef like the only fixture that is being played before the window closes is Luton West Ham. So I thought if McAtee gets a move and is going to be like, you know, the Morgan Gibbs White for a team in a sense, like everything kind of goes through him, then right. why not? Like worst case, okay, I just dropped the kid and I still have like nine other fixtures to kind of play the FA pool for. So fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay. Last two uh, I want to touch on. We'll go Castagne first, coming in from Leicester City to Fulham. Uh, I've always loved this guy. Um, he showed ghost point potential when he was at Leicester. He has an attacking return in him. But now he's playing for Fulham, so I'm not sure if he's going to displace Tete or Robinson immediately. It could just be depth. I think he does displace them and get a permanent spot at some point. Mm. Uh, I just want kind of wait and see to see if uh, he's given enough leeway to get the ghost points that exceed the goals conceded, right? Yeah. I mean, we've seen Tate and Robinson both do it, so yeah. no reason to doubt that he can. It's just... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's definitely better than both of them. He is. Yeah. I think it's just already a wait and see for me. I'm not going to spend fab or anything on him, mostly yeah. just because he's a Fulham defender. Yeah. Okay, and finally, Beto, coming in from Udinese, Portuguese striker, forward, the one thing that Everton have been screaming for. Um, last two seasons with Udinese at Serie A, he scored double-digit goals. Um, I feel like this could be one of those assets that you spend maybe a surprisingly small amount of fab on, but could reap massive rewards. I agree. It does scream that, at least. Um, and, you know, Everton have been needing this, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you think he can play with DCL? Oof, that is a good question. Thing is, like, when is DCL back? And if DCL is back, is DCL going to stay? <laughs> like... Right. I don't know. I don't know. It, that's interesting because, I mean, we've seen Sean Dyche play for 4 for 2 systems. Yeah. Um. So who knows what he has up his sleeve. But 
I do want to see what Beto can offer first on the pitch before trying to come up with any sort of theories yet. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I think we've kind of waffled on quite enough. Um, shall we jump into the main parts of the pod then? Let's do it. Ay, 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 ay. Fantasy. With the Banta boys. All right. So looking at the data dump uh, for game week three. Uh, highest number of key passes was six by two players, uh, Grealish and Gross. Then four key passes by Julian Alvarez, Anderson, Ben Rama, who only played 50 minutes. Uh, Chilwell, Anthony, Neto, Saka, Son, Trippier and Bilva. Thoughts, Ryan? What is Joachim Anderson doing here? I mean, he's always been a defender that gets random key passes with a decent yeah. ball over the top. Not four, though. <laughs> or not scoring like 30-something points in a Correct. game. Correct. And being Where the you highest scoring asset in the game. After three game weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just nuts. Um, I mean, City, obviously, the three assets from City here. They had a good time versus Sheffield. Like, a lot of the ball, uh, a lot of chances, but out of their 30 chances, only nine on target. I don't think I don't know. It wasn't. They weren't clear cut chances. Like they usually cut defenses apart, right? That wasn't happening here. I don't know if it was the discipline of Sheffield or if it was just they weren't really on it. Yo, Fodderingham, bro. He's oh a good man. He, yeah, 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 yeah. He had a good game. <laughs> you see what I mean, right? Like, he, like he, he's got like decent. He's a decent asset to roster, man. Not bad. I like mean, they're gonna concede chances. They are, and this is what his second game saving seven. Yeah. Times. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like when you see when you see certain goalkeepers move and like their agility and reaction times and stuff like that, he's definitely up there. Right. Yeah. What? Um, uh, what's up? What was up with the machine being broken? Oh my god! Like, he hit the post, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if you hit the ball, it's calculated such that it comes back at you and finish it, man. I know, right? Jeez. Yeah, but uh, he's still, he's still going to smash it this season. Oh, right? man. He's <laughs> actually getting better ghosts this season than last. So I'm super happy. Is is that like because of Alfred's though? It might be. He's getting... A, he got about three key passes this week. So... Damn. And, like, Yo, Julian Alvarez, man. I'm yeah. so upset. This guy is like a monster and I really want him now. <laughs> Yo, and it's KDB's injury that just shot his value right up, right? Like he's going to have to play now. In the first fucking game week of all games. I know. Like wh- what do you even do or offer the manager that has Julian Alvarez to get him? Like That's an interesting one. We could chat about that. Yeah. Uh Gross, fairly standard. I think he just looks central. And listen, he's always been one of Brighton's best or highest key passers. Always. I guess. Yeah, always. Uh, ben Rama came on as a sub to change that game. I mean, Chile's always going to just keep getting key passes, I feel, because of his position in the team now. He's basically left wing, right? Yeah, but I don't know. His positions weren't as exciting as I've seen him bombing forward from the 
left back or left wing back position. Like when he's bombing forward, he actually gets into the box and is like in on goal. I now it just seems like he's yeah. crossing as a winger. Like I cannot believe this fucker passed the ball when he got into the box, by the way. Dude, <laughs> dude, like come on. Anyway, that's FPL speaking. I don't own him in fan trust, so. <laughs> Um, Anthony ghosting well. I mean, he's always yeah. been kind of a ghoster, but he just sucks at like the final product. <laughs> yep, it's so frustrating. Um, Neto reborn. Oh, Jesus Christ! Another like late sleeper in drafts, and this guy is just like smashing it, absolutely smashing it. So regret not getting him. Like so he much. went so late. Yeah, like maybe twelfth round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of regret. Um, Sakasan, yeah, that's fine. Trippier as always, man. So consistent. This guy's very, just always. Very you know, what we should do. We should look back at like maybe past season or even this season. Keep a track of how many times players have popped up in our data dump. Guaranteed, Trippier is going to be there. Yeah. Sure. Like one of the top players. Um, and Bilva shows up as well. I don't know what to expect from Bilva. Like he either smashes it or gets zero points. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's slightly dependent on where he plays. But I am a bit annoyed that Foden was ill. But like that there's rotation in the team again. Doku's there. Bilva's there. Foden, mm. Grealish, Alvarez. So, I, I, I'm i happy to not own him anywhere. But I can see him delivering consistently for maybe like three game weeks. And then some managers locking out and transferring, selling high, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I guess now's a good time to kind of sell high if he's ghosting well. Because you definitely can't predict that he maintains it the rest of the season. Shots and how many were on target then? Um, highest number of shots attempted was eight by Julian Alvarez and Holland, both with three on target. Uh, then six shots attempted by Miggy Almiron with one on target. Bruno Fernandes with three on target. Matty Cash with three of his six on target. Evan Ferguson with four of his six on target. And then five shots attempted by Jordan Ayew with one on target. Dan Juma with three of his five on target. Pascal Gross with four of his five on target. Rodri with two of his five on target. Jackson and Sterling both with three on target. And then Ollie Watkins with two of his five on target. Thoughts, Ryan? There were some monster hauls this game week. Yeah, man. I feel like it, everyone scored points, bro. Like, what was Cash doing getting a brace? Six goal shots, sorry, and three on target. Insane. Sterling, man. We saw it last game. Glimpses of him being back to his, like, best way. He's just surging forward. But I did not expect that. I told I you, mean, man. Yeah, <laughs> you did, you did. Uh, I was wrong. It was Haaland got three shots on targets, not key passes, but still uh, improving yeah. his ghosties, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But not that surprised from the City output because they were playing Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. Ferguson looked good for his debut start for the season. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's a shame that he couldn't find a net. Uh, yeah, he had some good like shimmies and stuff to yeah, get, yeah, get space yeah. for himself, get the shot off. Uh, by the way, yeah. Rodri apparently said in an interview that he's been unshackled playing with Kovacic. Yeah, it looks so. Um, I mean, we've always known he has these 
like shots in his locker and he loves yeah. a shot right yeah but he's really a better player this season which is kind of unbelievable given how well he was last season how good yeah. he was last season yeah um miggy needs to calm the fuck down and pass <laughs> the ball he's so wild man he's basically the out ball no, right for that. Team. Yeah, it seems so. I was surprised he also wasn't subbed off early. Um, they took off Gordon instead, who was playing remarkably well. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think Miggy hit the post twice. Mm. Bit unlucky, but jeez, man, pass the ball, stop skying the damn ball. Do you? And it's like, yeah, good. I own Miggy in one league. You don't get points when you're off target. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell that to the Abuemo owners from last season. Um, do you remember when I sent you the screenshot of my IGL matchup when I was winning like 95 to 1? Yeah, yeah. That that was pre my cash and Dinia points as well. Oh, no. <laughs> How much did the opponent I mean, finish? We'll, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll get okay. to that in the next segment. But yeah, I, owning both of those guys, like, it was nice. It was, it was a nice game week. Um Bruno's up there. We expected it. The, yeah. the bounce back as well from United. We talked about, you know, them really needing to win. We talked about Dan Juma looking good as well. Um, and he's kind of showing the points a little bit. Um, even underlying numbers are quite good. Uh, Jordan IU, by the way, um, kind of a reborn asset in a sense. For a while now, right? Ever since, uh, Roy came geez. back in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm oh still God. not that keen on him because I don't think his ceiling's that high. But stable, yeah. reliable forward asset, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, accurate crosses into the box. Uh, f- high by four. No, a high of four by Neto. Then three by Bernardo Silva. Then two by Anderson, Estupinan, Gross, Mitchell, Trippier, Trossard in 45 minutes, and Kyle Walker. Thoughts, Ryan? Anderson, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, but uh, Jesus, Pedro Neto, man. Why? Like, we saw an uptick coming. We knew this was going to just be a matter of time. But, jeez, he smashed it. Like, I think we could have easily smuggled him from a unsuspecting manager and buy low prior yeah. to his game week. Now you just can't. There's yeah. no way. What I don't get is all this creativity from Neto and Cunha had zero fucking points. <laughs> <laughs> that is, After yeah. ghosting so well in the first two games. Who got the goal in the end? Uh, uh, Kal- Kaladzic. Oh, Kaladzic, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fr- from a Neto cross into the box. So, I mean, if Kaladzic right. starts, like, Neto's just going to pop off even more, bro. True, true. And Kaladzic scored tonight in the cup, so... He really deserves a shout. Like, yeah. yeah. Fabio, I mean, also scored, though. Yeah, I mean, Fabio should have scored last uh, game as well, right? In the league. Yeah. The one he scored was offside. The one he should have scored, he missed. Like, he's getting chances. The kid is good. Like, he ghosts okay. It's just, like, he does. again, he's not playing the 90 minutes or even close to that. So that's the worry. Yep, yep, yep. All I right. I think the rest uh, on here are pretty. Yeah. expected maybe not so much yeah. Mitchell but yeah agreed um yeah everything else fairly standard trip here as always what a fucking consistent monster man um okay extra outlier categories I thought it was interesting like no player kind of doubled up in any of these categories unless I completely missed it um but tackles one 
Ohio four by Bell, Patterson, and Rice. Uh, dispossessions, Ohio six by Sterling, Ohio, uh, then five by Rashford, then four by Ait Nuri in 45 minutes. Then Lyle Foster and Madison also got dispossessed four times each. Uh, interceptions, Ohio four by McAllister, Darrow Shea of Burnley, uh, James Ward Prowse. Uh, clearances, Ohio of 12 by Diop and Zuma, and then eight by Boley and Kilman. Uh, successful dribbles, a high of 6 by Saka, 5 by Eze, 4 by Ayu, and Partey also registered 4 in 55 minutes of play. Then aerials, a high of 8 by Jimmy, 7 by Anderson, 6 by Desasi, and then block shots, 3 each by Henry, Lockyer, and Ogbonna. Thoughts? Um, hmm. Where do I start? Sterling, typical dispossession king. We know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, minus he also three, smashed man. It. That, that's yeah, minus, minus three, three right there. Yeah, and he smashed well, it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Anderson, I I'm accustomed to seeing him with clearances, not so much aerials, but yeah, great stuff from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy got James points Ward. by the way. No, he's oh. on ghost points as well. Yeah, he yeah, got yeah, six point five, yeah. right? I think something like that. I guess four of those aerials, four from those aerials. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, James Ward prowls, man. Like, he can deliver in so many categories. Like, he's basically playing further up top. He is. Like, further forward, right? Just behind the striker. What a start to his West Ham career, man. Two assists, a goal. Yeah, nuts. Wasn't even from a free kick, his goal, too. So, it was uh, Antonio shot, and then he just kind of. Well, I turned it past, and then he had a shot, got saved, and then he scored the rebound himself, sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely like round two value at the moment. Yep, exactly. Um, last one I just want to talk on is he Rico Henry, man. He's ghosting decent. Like I thought, the first two fixtures, mm. yeah, he got what an assist was it? Yeah, and then but, he was creating chances, but fine. Yeah. I thought you know if they concede, he wouldn't ready to do that well. They conceded, and he still got, what is it, eight points? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's very tricky with him. I know the minute I trust him and I grab him, he's going to concede and get, like, two points. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm I'm toting because I dropped him right yeah. before this game week started. Oh. So. I mean, it's a good time to grab him. Like, Brentford still have decent defensive fixtures. Very so. good ones, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, if you can get him back, go for it. Like, try. True. Um... But yeah, everything else is kind of fine. Um, mm-hmm. Let's then move on to our next segment, which is league updates. <laughs> so, we're, we'll talk about DPL Comedy because that's the league we're in together. Uh, I'll let you kick things off, Ryan. Yeah, so I won, and I usually mess this up, but I'm pretty sure I won 97 versus 83 there. I think... It was a very hit or miss squad by me this game week. I really had Bowen, huge hit. Rodri and Holland hits. And then the rest of my squad scattered around three points or so, making up my 97 win. But um, what was bad for me? Hmm. Benching Darwin, man. He finally pen- punished me, not <laughs> trusting him off the bench. <laughs> Is this but, the first time you actually benched him? No, second time. But oh, okay. I'm actually excited as an owner that, you know, 
there's the prospect of him starting. There's the prospect of me possibly being able to sell high, mm. or if he looks likely to just get me points, great. Uh, one thing. I mean, yes, we shouted it, so I kind of have to back the 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 shout ourselves. I picked up Anthony Martial. Hey, <laughs> I mean, two points from him is actually better than the player I dropped onto the bench for him, Varan was who I put on the bench and he finished okay. with negative three. So, I mean, I got a net plus five, right? There you go. Yo, I was <laughs> so happy that he's, he just started. I saw the team sheet. I was like, yes, Nostradamus status. Like, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, validated. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, he went back to his usual. No ghosties unless he delivers something. Running into a bunch of players at their feet, not getting the space he needs and then not doing anything. He had a shot in the box, though, eh? That got blocked by Bowley. So Yeah. Bowley had a great there. game, man. But the, the the good thing is that Marshall playing basically unlocked Rashford's Rashford. true potential. Yeah. Exactly. Right? So even if he was to get another start, would you... make? I guess against Arsenal is a very tough fixture to kind of roll out Marshall. But if he is kind of nailed until Hoyland is back, like would you roll him out again in an easy fixture? In an easy fixture, yes, but I don't think he'll be in my squad that long. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, yeah. And roster concerns. I have Sanchez as my goalkeeper. Still. <laughs> so I need an upgrade there. I, I, I backed him because of the losing fixture, really. Just expected the clean sheet yeah. points, which he got. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I do think I need one strong defender to go into my defense. So I have... Robertson, who's my strongest defense, defender, mm. sorry. Uh, I just don't think, well, Vardyol is going to be clean sheet reliant. Yeah. And Ben White is not, is also kind of clean sheet reliant. Mm. So I think I need to just maybe move around, try and get like somebody out and get a strong defender in who I can rely on every game week. Yeah. Um, I mean, would you part with Visa? Like, because first two game weeks scored 20 plus and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then two points in this recent game week. What if he bangs again? Would you then try and sell him out high and maybe get a defender? Because if Darwin Nunez is now unleashed, you are good on forwards, right? You've got Holland, Nunez, Carlton Morris is there who will get 90 minutes for you. I mean, granted, it's a Luton player, but I mean, I feel like maybe you should kind of cash in, sell high on some assets. Yeah, agreed. So I don't mind. So I do want to hold Wissa for the next uh, two. Yeah. But then entice a manager because he has Everton and Forrest after that. Mm. Probably try to trade him then. Yeah. And hope he kind of maintains his output, not the two points, but the previous two. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the only position that you're kind of in excess Over, of. Yeah. Correct. Right? Yeah. I mean, we could talk. Like, I've got Ivan Tony. I've got Embuemo. <laughs> True. True. It's useful to me as well. Like, I'd basically have that Brentford spot. forward yeah. spot nailed in that sense, right? So. I just need Shadi next. So. <laughs> Who actually finally delivered? Yeah, for him. yeah, great goal, man, great goal. Yeah, um, um, yeah. What What about in your Banter Boys home league? How's that? How's Banter Boys home there? league? I scraped by 
I was actually only 0.25 points ahead up until they finally gave Jota that assist. Yeah, because if you're a shithousery. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I knew I did not pick up a 11th player just in case one of my forwards didn't start. Just because I was winning 115 or something versus 30 points. Then my opponent has Matty Cash, has Rodri, has Trippier, has Allison and goal. And all of a sudden it's like neck and neck. And I'm regretting not like leaving Jota on my ti- on my side. But lo and behold, he comes off the bench, he gets the assist and gives me the win. Um, so lucky. <laughs> but what is nuts is that what I only realized today is I had a free bench spot this whole time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that, that one kind of blew my mind today. I didn't realize I dropped the player early in the game week. And I just, I guess I was looking at my injury spot as if it was a bench spot. And man, yeah, I just, I really almost shit the bed. I mean, this. If anything, this is like a note to listeners. If, oh, for sure. Even if you're, if even if you're winning, just kill your opponent off. Just go for gold, man. Rack, rack up those points for because that shit will make a difference later on <laughs> in your season. It really will. Eighty something, eighty-five points is not enough at all. Even if your opponent only has five players, that yeah. just, just. I, I mean, assume you're gonna lose. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And even on top of that, assume like yellow cards for everyone. Like, <laughs> true. Oh man, you know what's crazy? Like, I feel like depth is going to be more important this season than before, given all these yellow cards. Like, I won't be surprised by like the next international break or whatever. And I think that's like around game week eight, game week nine, or something. Nine, like that, right? yeah, around there. Yeah, um, we're gonna have players on suspension. Yeah, exactly. Tons dude. of them. Like, it's gonna be crazy. So I think I actually checked, but in game week two or after game week two, a lot of players on two yellow cards. Mm. After game week yeah. three, I don't think any of those got a third yellow card. Oh. So I don't think we have a single player on three yet, but we have a ton on two. Yeah. But still, two out of three games is just nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see uh, game week four going into international break, man. It'll be very interesting for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, anything else with Vanta Boys League or? No, I think. Um, I mean, fan track shit the bed. We really don't have any transfers or trades or. Yeah. Sorry, waiver pickups or free agent grabs to discuss. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, wait. So that happened in both your leagues, eh? Vanta Boys. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and we're we're in RR. Yeah, yeah. That got delayed for us, right? So DPL, call me. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Um, is there anyone you're eyeing in particular? I know Ariola's free in uh, RR. Yeah. So I obviously don't want Sanchez in my goal. Yeah. yeah I yeah, might yeah. splash like a tiny bit of fab on him. Yeah. But I'm I'm not that concerned because Jose Sa is also free. Like I'll get yeah. a good goalkeeper, right? Fodderingham's yeah. there. Yeah. There was someone I was eyeing up, you know. Let me see. Are you going to you know. break the bank for Kudus or Beto or any of these boys? I am going to splash for Kudus, yeah. Yeah. How much are you oh, thinking? Bruno Guimaraes is free. That's yeah, who. but he's struggling now with Tonali's inclusion. He's eh? struggling, but yeah. I still think he's worth rostering. and You don't drop. Like, yeah, he has he's a good a quality game. player. Yeah. He got five tackles or something this game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, did he? No. Didn't he? 
I'm looking at it. He didn't. One. Oh, oh one. <laughs> Oopsie. Oh, I guess I need to talk to. Man, Chris keeps giving me false information, false links, false tweets, false information. I need to correct this guy. I need to fix him. Anyways. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudus, break bank, Beto. Any money? Any bids? Tiny. Yeah. 20 to 30? Less than five. Less than five? Yeah. No way. He's going to be Everton's starting for- center forward. Yeah, but I don't need a forward. You heard my lineup. Yeah, that's true. Okay, maybe in Banter League, but... Yeah, Banter League. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, all right, let's jump over to me then. Uh, so we'll start off with DPL Comley, Graffina Riot. Uh, I had my first loss, um, 99 to like 129. Um, game we good was Jackson finally got his first goal. Was really happy about that. Um, one goal, 22 points. So he ghosts really well. And I think that's just going to continue. I feel like him and Suling are just going to be focal points of our attack. Um, by the way, is, would you consider Jota to be the next best attacking asset from Liverpool or Luis Diaz? Hmm. Interesting one. Jota changed the game when he came on. Yeah, but Diaz got subbed, right? Yeah, so that's unfortunate goals. for him because yeah. of the red card. So I think exciting wise and like just watching them play Luis Diaz yeah but I think who has more output and who does more for like who actually returns for the team more consistently Jota yeah yeah agreed um Douglas Luis Jensen and Eze kind of just chipping away with like key passes um just kind of steady eddies with decent ceilings um Casemiro showed his class you know like Rodri like performance uh coming up with a goal um, Trippier consistent as ever and like I mentioned like Raul Jimenez got like 6.5 points including a yellow card right so 8.5 yeah. points if he can bounce back like he would have he could potentially be a solid forward 3 forward 4 um, if he's able to kind of you know maintain that form also I, I think, think that he was... also oh, sorry go ahead I was going to say I think he has pens at Fulham too probably ah maybe like, Andres Pereira's Andres? pen today in the shootout was disgustingly calm, by the way. So, oh, was know. it? Yeah. But yeah, then yeah, Jimmy yeah. also scored, right? Yeah, he did. He did. Um, also, I think this was Jimmy's first return to, um, what is it, the Emirates since his head injury. Eh? Oh, serious? Yeah, I think so. I think I heard that somewhere in a stream. So I don't know if that's kind of what motivated him to get points. Like, right, so right. I'll, I'll be int- it'll be interesting to see how he does in gaming four, etc. Game week regrets. Why the fuck do I have Man City defense, Ryan? After <laughs> s- slating you these guys. You them, yeah. Akanji and Diaz, and I roster both. And now I'm potentially trying to get um, Nathan Ake, who's on waivers. Like No. But they have such good fixtures. They do. They really do. <laughs> and it's like, do I go with them or do I go like John Egan? Like, who got like negative 1.5 points or something like that this game. Yeah. So it's I like, think, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's safe to own one. Yeah. And just hope he ticks along for you. Like, Vardyol this week did not deliver, right? Three points, yeah. I think, yeah. because they conceded. But once they concede, you're pretty much in shit. Yeah. Ruben Diaz, two points, so. Exactly. Yeah. Man. 
I'm, but I'm, the I'm pictures just gonna, are right. Yeah, that's the thing. The pictures are good. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. Let's see. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about this one. Because like, the likes of like Willy Bully is like conceding yes. and still scoring points. Like, <laughs> mm, Yeah, smashing it. Yeah. Um, also, Cunha Zero, I still don't fucking understand that, man. 84 minutes, one tackle, one clearance, one clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Two dispossessions. <Love> <laughs> oh my god. He got more clean sheets than points. That's so sad. Um Roster concern. Is Flecken good enough? Because you talked about Ariola. I wanna say Yes. He looks good. He looks good enough. Yeah. But I think Bright uh Hemi Brighton. Brentford's starting fixtures were a bit generous to them, right? Mm. Like I'm not gonna take say by game week seven, whatever the table is, and say Brentford are going to keep that consistently up. Yeah. I don't know, man. See, like, and that's the thing, right? You talk about them having good fixtures and stuff like that. And I think if you look at, like, the XGC, um, expected goals conceded, I think they're, like, top four. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's that that's what it is, right? That they played easy opposition. That's why they didn't concede chances. Because I was slightly concerned seeing this that, okay, what if it's not like last year where David Raya has to face a lot of shots because they concede shots every now and then. Um, Yeah, so I was was a little concerned. But I mean, Flecken looks a lot better than he did in preseason. Like his performances are improving. Yeah. so who knows? I think time will tell, but I think for now you'd step you like if you owned him, you'd you'd stick with him for a bit, right? I would, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um what else is there? Uh Weaver picks again. Uh Fantrax broke itself, so I have no idea what's gonna happen there. I'm gonna try and get Kudus as well, but I'm pretty sure I won't be able to guess him. Um yeah, I mean, we might we might have that updated discussion later. Um, IGL, I'll quickly run through as well. So this is the league that I had, Cash, Dinia, um, basically the whole fucking works. Um, the good stuff about this, I grabbed Vicario as, uh, I think, like, a, I put a couple of dollars on him because I thought, like, Spurs had good fixtures and he returned with the clean sheet. I have Jackson here as well, uh, Bruno Fernandez, who's back in the goals and assists and all that. By the way, I benched Virgil Van Dyke here as well to make matters oh, nice. even better. Yeah, what I like stellar. I had like it was just like the perfect lineup that I that I basically played. Um, I do want to talk about Cash and Dina though. Um, I'm getting like uh, inside tips and advice that I should be selling these guys on a high. Um, because there's a chance that we could see rotation when Europe kicks in, etc. But the problem is, is that right now my defenders in that league are Virgil Van Dijk, Marikas, Thiago Silva, Luka Dinia. So I basically only have like three starting defenders right now. But like, how or who do I even try and upgrade to? Like, do you think it's possible I could maybe buy low on Trent right now with Cash or Dinia? I don't think you'll get it. Yeah. But I would try to sell Dinia on a high. Yeah. Maybe to like the Moreno owner mm. right now. Because if I wait, then oh, he's going to be dead. So he has the handcuff and you get, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like, what are the defenders am I going to be able to get? I'm not, I don't know if I'll be able to get a Tarkowski or a Pinnock. Like, 
the options are kind of limited. Like I feel yeah, like right. there's a giant gap in terms of performances right now. There is. So, yeah, and the problem is is that like my bench on this team is like VVD red card, Alex will be injured, Ivan Tony is like not going to be playing for a while. Adama Traore I got for like 15 fab and I don't want to drop him yet, but I'm kind of thinking I might have to because that kind of just leaves me with like two flexible spots at the moment, right? Yeah, in your case does not seem I mean, you could also just bite a lose a loss and On give it time. Yeah, give it time. Oh no, not the fab loss, but like bite a game week loss. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like patience might pay off. Patience, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I had a similar situation last game week where Dalo or Juan Bizarro, not neither of them was guaranteed. Well, one of them was guaranteed to play; the other wasn't. Yeah. Then I had uh, Ferguson who wasn't playing. Yeah. Iwobi as well, Jesus, and then somehow in the course of that game week, oh, Jesus fit again, ready to start playing. Yeah. Iwobi was a longer term injury, fine, but yeah. Uh, Shaw got injured, so Dalu and Juan Bissaka starting all of a sudden. Yeah, and I forget who the last. Oh, and then the Zerbi said Ferguson's going to start. So I was actually, I actually had a headache in the end, which was yeah pretty strange. I went from having no flexibility to having a ton. Yeah, yeah. I think patience could bring that to your team too. So I mean, yeah, you know for sure when VVD is going to be back, unless he gets the increased ban. So. Yeah, then I'm a kind of fucked a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm wondering. Like, okay, maybe what if I like pair up Dinia with like Cody Gakpo? Because Gakpo is another asset that I'm worried about rostering right now that I feel like I should kind of send out on a trade. Like, if you own Gakpo, which Liverpool asset would you be targeting to to kind of send a, a trade to a manager? Like, who do you think benefits the most out of a handcuff? Darwin owners, I would think. Maybe. Yeah. Would be, right? Because I, I would be. assume Diaz is kind of like in his own category right now. I think so. Him and Salah, their own. Yeah. Jota Gakpo, Darwin are the others. Yeah. So I guess, yeah. Okay. Then I might have to do that because, like, I'm, I, yeah, I'm worried. Like, the thing is, Gakpo is getting okay ish ghost numbers, right? But. It's the early subs, 65 minutes, 61 minutes, 57 minutes. Like yeah. It's concerning. All right. Anyways, I think that I'll have to have a think about that one. But all right, those are league updates. Um, two wins, one loss in both leagues. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Early days. Anyways, um, what we'll do now is t- take our halftime point and we will be back after the break with questions and picks. So we'll see you in a bit. And we are back. All right. Um, first half went all a bit long, uh, longer than we kind of planned for, but we'll try to get through it as quickly as possible. Um, but we got some questions, Twitter and Discord. Um, yeah, it's a place to be, man. Discord, come come join us. Come have some discussions. Everyone's asking questions and stuff. Um, anyways, do you want Discord or do you want Twitter questions? You can read Twitter I'll read Discord. All right, cool. Uh, I'll start the, with the Twitter questions then. Um, so from one of our favorites, Draftash, at Draftash is his handle. 
His question, after three weeks, the top 20 players are a unique lot. Apart from the usual suspects like round one and round two picks, how many do you think will be there by the festive season? So basically before Boxing Day. Uh, so he mentions a few names like Alvarez, Pedro Neto, Vissa, Sterling, and Anderson. Um, and disclaimer, uh, he actually does think that Sterling will be there. He's just raging because he lost to him this week. So, <laughs> what, <laughs> I mean, if you were to look at the current top 20 players right now, who would you gamble or say would be there by Christmas? Current top 20, let's see. So I mean, obviously, I take not... out goalkeepers, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Solly Marsh, I do actually think, is going to be there. Yeah. Saka is going to be there. So, we'll... Gross, I don't actually think, will stay on. Anderson, I don't think, stays on. Bowen, Madison, Rodri, I can see staying. Bruno, of course. Mitoma, of course. Estupinian is interesting. Their fixtures turn. I think he could get some points deducted for conceding and probably drop off a bit. Mm-hmm. Sterling Diaby, I think, will not make top 20. I think they'll just be outside. Haaland should be up there. Wissa won't be there. And Buemo could be. Gibbs White has really ticked along. I think yeah. he could actually stay. Yeah. Uh, Foden, it really will come down to his playing time. Yeah. You know, once he's on the pitch, he'll deliver. Yeah. Pedro Neto, at the moment, looks like he'll maintain it. And Awonyi will not keep this up. 7-7 seven and seven for Prem. Man's on form, yo, from last season. Well, too. sorry, seven consecutive games. Yeah. I, I think it's nine goals in seven. Yeah, something it's disgusting. Nuts. Like yeah. he's on track Crazy. for for Vardy's record. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, you look at his points as well, right? Um, he's pretty goal dependent in that. Very, sense. but yeah, he's I, doing I, it. Yeah, I mean, I agree for the most part. Like, uh, Visa Awoni drops out. Um, Purvis probably drops out like you said um, I think Pascal Gross could somewhat stay up there just because of how much he's like his key passes could like be. how much he generates because um, like if I look at like the next 20 like a couple of names that I think should or could be up there um, Ollie Watkins uh, yep. Salah Eze yep. um yep. Maybe one of Diaz or Jota. Right. James Ward-Prowse, come on. Yes. Well, right? he was down a game, right? Yeah. Has a higher yeah. points per game than a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but I mean, e- even like the the ones that uh, Tash kind of mentioned in his list, right? I agree with Alvarez. I agree with Pedro Neto. Um, but it's the others that I possibly like. Okay, yeah, I, I agree with Wissa. He's saying Wissa drops out. Anderson, I think, with his laughing emoji, he's just saying yes because he owns him. I think, um, but I think like Anderson won't be able to maintain that. <laughs> Come on, of course man. not. Um, but I do think Sterling could surprise us just because of like the run of fixtures that he has right now. He could maybe rack up enough to kind of have a healthy buffer until Christmas. Who knows? That's that's what, like 15 game weeks at least. So 15 yeah. times 10 dispossessions a game. <laughs> <laughs> that's like negative 75 points he's going to come in and get. But I'm pretty sure there's a stat about stealing winning penalties, bro. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You're right. right. You're right. Yeah, it, might, it might balance out. Um, but yeah. Uh, that that was a fun question to answer, man. Thanks, Tash. Um, so we'll move on to the next one. 
from Chris Isle S. Uh, his handle is at NY Isles LFC Real. He's basically the uh, mock draft godfather. Um, if you want to run a mock draft um, and you're bored, you know, international break is coming up. Run one. You can see how drafts would have changed from when you did yours to now. Or start a new league because your season has just you know gone to shit and you're probably not gonna win or something like that you know hit this guy up uh but his question is with newcastle losing to a 10-man liverpool for over 65 minutes of gameplay do you think it's time to start wilson and barnes isaac hasn't looked good uh, isaac hasn't looked as good as his game week one form gordon did look incredible though what are your thoughts man i told you yo isaac fucking that that first game week, like take away those goals, zero ghost points, like basically. Yeah, but it's they started with tough fixtures. I don't think it's fair to assess Newcastle based on what was has been has gone for the season so far. I do think Gordon had an incredible game, like I mentioned. Miggy also was pretty greedy, and Isaac was there a few times where he could have squared it to him. Uh is it time to start with Wilson and Barnes? I agree. I, I, I always think competition is a good thing, mm. especially when you have players of the quality of Wilson just sitting on the bench, right? Like last season, he was giving each of them a 45 minutes, so he was starting some games with both of them. Yeah, I don't see why that can't continue here. But again, it was tough fixtures. Who knows what they'll roll out when the fixtures turn soon. I am just not worried about Newcastle, really. Until Champions League and the depth kind of kicks in. They've looked yeah. solid still. Yeah, agreed. Um, I mean, first three fixtures, they smashed Villa at home. Then they faced Liverpool, Man City, right? Yeah, um, and, they, and they contested both of them. Agreed. Agreed. Took the lead versus um, Liverpool. Uh, I feel like they just didn't... They weren't clinical enough in that Correct. game to put that game to bed. And I mean, coming up against City, that's always going to be a challenge. Um, and that game was away for them, right? But listen, the game against Brighton coming up this weekend, a game that I'm going to with a couple of the TDS lads, oh, um, I would not be surprised if Newcastle smashed these guys after West Ham put in such a good performance versus them. Yeah, that was nuts. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I agree with your points, man. Like, it's, it's too early to judge. Like, it's too early to even judge your own fan track seasons like it's only three yep. game weeks in we know nothing <laughs> like, basically i think by like game week 11 game week 12 then you can start hitting panic buttons and shit like that but for now i think just try to absorb as much information as possible and try to understand how like you know how teams are gonna kind of face up against each other and stuff like that. so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be panicking just yet yep, yep, um yep. all right Next question is from Draft Espresso at Draft Espresso. Uh, his question is: Since Manikash has joined Joachim Anderson in the defenders of yesteryear, who are absolutely smashing it category, are there any other classic defenders who you think might be next to light it up? Oh, I like this question. I'm gonna draw it, Ashley Old. No, so uh, <laughs> I don't actually think Ashley Old is ever going to get a thirty point week. You know who I do uh, want to see smash it, though? Like, a random player from one of the promoted sides, like uh, Connor Roberts, because you remember maybe yeah. a few seasons back, he had that massive game week. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, he had yeah. A, probably a chain of massive game weeks. 
I would love to see someone like that smash it. Uh, Robertson as well. I would love to see him smash it. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I wouldn't even like. Like, I wouldn't even mind seeing um, Trent coming off Joe Gomez on and smashing it. I mean, nobody will own him, obviously, <laughs> but like. Uh, um, you know, you know who's kind of like caught my eye a little bit, but not someone I'm, I'm like recommending to go rush and get is uh, Barney from Bournemouth. Um, in like his past few games, like he got five point seven five versus Spurs after conceding two, four point two five versus Liverpool after conceding three, five after conceding one versus West Ham. I feel like in a good fixture, he could be some decent value, man. Like, I know we're not talking about defenders of Yasir stuff, but I, I, the fact that we're talking about defenders, I did want to kind of mention him. Um, so I'm, I'm going to yeah. throw two ex-Brighton boys. Yeah. Guess them. Guess them. Oh, actually, uh, I say X. There's only one X. No, no. One is current and one is X. Oh. Uh, what's his name? Cucurella. Nope. Oh, Oh, but he just got that move. Dan Byrne, right? Dan Byrne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he had a key pass this last game week and he looked good until he had to kind of fill in for Botman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Dunk, Dunk had, I think, two really good Yeah, he had a shot cleared off yeah. the, the line in a sense, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. By the way, this Luke Shaw injury, man, so gutting to see for him, but uh, Dalo AWB handcuff manager owners like yourself must be bouncing off the walls right now. Yeah, it's just you need United to actually deliver. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, who else, man? I mean, I guess like Dinia Marikash could potentially, but they just lift it up, right? So correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's like who who else is there? By the way, um. Jared Brantwood came in for Michael Keane, got 5.5 points after conceding a goal. And I think he got a yellow card as well. I don't know if he counts as a yesteryear asset, but he could potentially light it up as well. Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One to keep an eye on. Yeah, I, I can't think of anybody else. Yeah. I mean, Willie Bolly. He also just smashed it. Though. <laughs> we're, we're yeah, I mean, Willie Bolly is a defender of Yassir. He he was a beast yeah. at, in his in his Wolves days, Wolves right? Days, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that show as well for sure. Um, oh, even Veltman keeps coming off the bench. Yeah, Why am I got, going back to all these Brighton assist. boys? <laughs> I know you you love Brighton, man. I mean, it, it is our uh, club favorite club for one of our um, multiple FBL accounts. So nice, yeah. Um, any of the Spurs boys? They've got a good run of fixtures. Romero, but he's already delivering decent value for this season. Uh, yeah. I don't see Royal or Paris Cetralic bursting into the squad anymore. Yeah. Uh, Emerson? Maybe. Not so much yesteryear, though. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of our yesteryear defenders are kind of missing. I don't know. Like, we've got a lot of new new boys these days. Okay. So, I'll throw out one that I would up? be really happy to see break into the squad, but it probably wouldn't happen. Mm. Evans, because he's at United now, right? Oh, like, true. An injury to one of those guys. Yeah. Yo, Lindelof yeah, yeah. actually smashed it in his 45 minutes, by the way. Oh, did he? Yeah, Lindelof. I'm glad to see he's getting please. minutes and trusted. Yeah, in his in his forty five minutes, he got two key passes, two clearances, a block shot, two aerials, seven point five points. Didn't concede any goals, but decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
maybe he's a yesteryear sort of person. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. All right, thanks for the question, Jurassic Espresso. So now we'll move over to move over to Discord questions. Uh, Ryan, what have you got for us? Sure. So first guy up, his username on Discord is HazardFC slash Fantrax. Uh, he has two questions. So first one is how much percentage fab, so I guess how much you have and how much you're willing to spend on what you have left, are you spending on Kudus? And if you aren't planning to spend any, what is your ideal Fantrax transfer in January? Uh, so I think you're spending maybe 85 to 95% of your fab budget. I know people have blown their full budget, but I still think you need to keep a couple of dollars in your bank end of season. Like, it always comes clutch, man. Um, like, even for my budget, like, I think in IGL or something like that, I only had 61 fab. I was never going to get kudos, but I put a $60 bid on him. I left that, like, $1 in my bank. You never know, man. Like, every little bit kind of helps. Um, yeah. when you least expect it. Um, but would you agree with that in terms of like percentage of, of budget? Like 85 yeah, to for me it's about 80 to 95. I, I might go yeah. any lower end, like 80, 85. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, agreed. Um, In terms of Jan transfers, that's kind of hard to predict because I feel like you've got to think about teams right now. What are they kind of missing, I guess, right? Afghans are good uh a good thing to think about too. But again, you don't yeah. really transfer to cover AFCON because it's really just like two or three game weeks they miss. Would you consider Ivan Tony a transfer in? Oh, nice. <laughs> you could maybe drop Fab on that, like give it to the manager that owns him. No way he's sitting free in leagues. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Kind of. Yeah. Be. I mean, ideal, because Bruno was a January transfer, right? So yeah. ideal, ideal transfer, like it's a guy like Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. I mean, what if Crystal Palace gets like some sort of will-class striker or uh, attacker to go with Elysia and Eze? Maybe that's a player to bid on? Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Right. Um, who else would be there? Maybe Spurs get a better forward than Richarlison? You mean the guy who scored today? Yeah. Wasn't it offside? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Damn. No, it was when they were down to 10 men, like you said. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, good shout. Yeah. Or maybe City gets some other creative midfielder. I can see or that, like that, especially if an injury comes to yeah. one of their key players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe one of those guys, really, that I'd be kind of eyeing up right now. Because um, everywhere else, I think they're somewhat set in a sense, unless some major injury happens, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all, right. all right. Sweet. Next uh, question. So Hazard FC has another one for us. He says, "Is injured Shaw a drop in a ten-man league? Um, streaming high-end defenders seems more possible in his league. He's saying players like Zuma, Egan, and Dawson are available." Is it bad that I don't like any of his options? <laughs> I, I I'm not that keen on the streamers either. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, you dropped Shaw, right? Because it sounds I... like he basically re-injured the muscles that are related to his broken leg. Oh, seriously? Yeah, that's what I read in a tweet before we jumped on to record. So, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> like... Okay, 
I read months out. I didn't know how much months was like. I thought it was two to three months. Yeah. I I think I would have held if it was two to three months. If it's longer than that, yeah, probably drop. Yeah. But Shaw had gotten back, or it seemed like he was getting back corners. And to mm. me, that's where most of his value comes from. Like he had, he was on the data dump last week, right? Yeah. With yeah, huge key passes. Yeah. I mean, in that sense, I get you because it, it's not like the options that he mentioned are people that you would keep week in, week out. Like, these are guys that you would stream. Yeah. So, it's tough. Yeah. But I but, guess I mean, you need concrete news to then yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, out of the options that he listed, like, I think my order would be Zuma, Dawson, Egan. Agreed. Yeah. Because I just feel like Ariola looks great in that. So I feel like West Ham could c- probably get some clean sheets. I know Zuma likes a ghost here and there, has a goal threat in him. I think Dawson has bigger goal threat. Agreed. Um, and Egan is just like, he plays for a promoted team. Like, I don't expect him to be getting many clean sheets this season. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, sweet. Okay, next question is up. It's from uh, Squirtle Did It. Love Fucking that love that name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so good. Uh, is Trent Alexander Arnold a buy low candidate? I have a plethora of midfielders and was thinking of trading Grealish or Morgan Gibbs White, MWG, he put, but <laughs> Morgan Gibbs White for him. Uh, but not sure if that's too much. That is interesting. Morgan Wibbs Guide. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yo, I love that we shot on Grealish and then Grealish came out and like smashed it. Got 20 Oh, points. it was fully expected, right? Like, <laughs> that he's going to smash it more often than not until... Oh. I mean, he played Sheffield. Like, come on. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I'm trading Grealish over Gibbs White. Same. Like, Gibbs White is talismanic status, right? Right now, yes. Yeah. And... He has been since he's been there, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Record signing or whatever it was. Um yeah. Grealish, I still think can be rotated when they have a full squad. Agreed. Not right now, but mm-hmm. if you really do have a plethora of other quality midfielders, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. TA is not gonna stay this shit for the whole season. We saw I mean, obviously we saw it happen last season, but we also saw what he can return to. Yes. And he did reason yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it's probably not going to improve anytime soon, especially with VVD out, and we don't know how long he could potentially be banned for or whatever. Like, I don't think they've kind of clarified that, but yeah, man, I would love to get T-Baby in my, in my team. Like, stash him if you can um, while the thing... And, but the thing is, is like, you never bench him, right? No. Yeah. So, so interesting one then, if we're saying trade Grealish for him, mm. would you wait one game week? Because City have Fulham, Grealish could yeah. probably do well again. Yeah. And Liverpool have Villa, they probably concede. And the trade looks even more exciting to... Yeah. yeah, agreed. Very good point. Very, very good point. You might even squeeze a couple of dollars of fab even. Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Love that. All right, sweet. Uh, next question then. Next question from HKing101. Would you trade... Oh, Trent's popular. Would you trade Trent for Estupinian? 
might be a good trade target if you think Trent is finished. Um, I think end of season for me, I would say TA finishes above Estupinan. Okay. Not that clear cut for me. I'm not sure yet. I mean, it's early to make that call as well, given Estupinan's starts and how attacking he can be, right? Yeah. But I it's think... just like, it's it's like Brighton being in Europe. Like, I don't know what to expect from that team. Like, how they're going to cope with having even more games than they did last season. Yeah, fair, fair. So I, I don't think it's... I'm not down on Trent. I think Trent does deliver his usual at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah. He'll hit his stride. I think I'm just that high on Estupinian that I think he's going to be as good. Yeah, but surely Trent has more roots to points, right? The yes. odd corner. I mean, he doesn't have corners nailed as much, which fucking sucks, right? For yeah. Example. So it's like still taking some. Exactly. Robbo's taking some as well. Yes, but I the fact that, that he can take some corners is a plus. And we know he can score a goal from a direct free kick, free kick as well. Yeah. Right? True. Good point. The quality's there. Um it's it's the positioning though, right? I mean they're two very different fullbacks in a sense, right? Yes. Supernan is very like gung ho in your face, just like Chilwell in the box, like high up on that left side. Whereas yep. Trent can do that on the right side, but he can also play through the middle. Fair. Right? Fair. And it's whether or not Klopp does something to kind of deploy him through the middle, which is fucking weird. Like, you've done that all preseason. Why is it not happening now? I think it was... He called him back from it this last game, mm. somewhat. Yeah. I get the yeah. point. Fair, fair. Yeah. So he does it, have it, more it, avenues. It, yeah, exactly, right? So, I, I think... I, I agree. Like, it's close as well from the Superman side. Like, it's hard to ignore what he's done, but it's also like, look at the fixtures that Brighton started Correct. with as well. Yeah. Right? And the fixtures turn yeah. right so now. I, yeah. So I think maybe by next international break, we could maybe be having a slightly different conversation. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Uh, next question. Okay, last question for us um, came from Housequake7. What's everyone's opinion on Matty Cash's likelihood of holding down this position for the rest of the season? He's wondering if to trade him out for someone and get like that trade high value, some decent value from it. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I, I sent, um, did I send you the conversation? I don't think so. Um, but no, basically, I, I, was, I, was, I was having a conversation with our inside tracks, uh, Aston Villa rep, um john uh go yep. give him a follow if, if you don't already or hit him up with any of your villa questions his handle is uh my name is my john. name is john <laughs> so good handle. Yeah, so good so good um but he was basically telling me like to try and sell cash and dinia as soon as possible um because Moreno's back on grass um and he thinks that Moreno, torres uh carlos and Conza will be the preferred setup uh for like at least for away matches and like cash is is probably going to be competing with bailey or mcginn on that side and then dinier possibly becomes rotation once marino is back um so he's saying like now is the time to like sell high because he this is probably the best they're ever going to be in a sense but i mean as an owner of both 
I'm very hard-pressed to to trade them out, right? Like, you see the potential that Cash has, the, the goal outputs and stuff like that. Dinia got three assists in that Europa Conference game, then gets one assist in the Prem game. Like, again, it's like, what are you going to be able to get from them at this point? You surely should right. be able to get something, but it's like, what do you settle for, right? Because what yeah. happens if, you know, I mean, football... Things ha- change so quickly in football. What happens if Moreno has a setback? Mm-hmm. And no, Cash and Dini are nailed in that sense. Like, you, you, you've shot yourself in the foot in a sense, right? True, true. So, I mean, if it was you, what would you be doing? Would you be trading or holding? I would... So, I mean, your situation is a bit different where you had both. I definitely would trade Dini there. I don't yeah. know who you target. We tried to figure it out and we couldn't. Uh, Mari Cash is a bit tougher... Because I do think his spot, like John is saying, is at risk. Mm. But right now, he's just on fire. Like, why would you want to let that go, right? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I guess I would put out some ridiculous offers. And if someone Mm. bites, Mm. great. No regrets. But if no one bites, fine. I just spent, all I did was waste my time putting out the offers. So, like, I would target a Pinnock. I would target a... Especially because, like, Brentford just conceded in an easy-ish fixture. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now, okay, we talked about... At the first of the pod, we talked about, you know, trading out Gakpo to, like, the Dar- the Nunes or um, the Jota owner, you said, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> one of the managers in our league has both of them. Right. Um, so, what if I maybe package um, Dinia and Gakpo and ask for Robertson. Do you think I'm losing or winning in that deal? I think you're winning. Long-term, full season, yeah, I think you're winning. Yeah. You'd probably but want Trent in a sense, right? It's like a, a, a Trent light, you'd assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you are one injury away of, from giving away a fantastic option in Gakpo, though. Like, if he's playing full 90s, because they have no assets, um, Darwin gets injured or something, then it changes the entire equation. Yeah. And I mean, with Jota, Nunez, and Gakpo, he's set. (laughs) Yes. For life. Right? So it's a tough one. Um, Yeah, I think I need to throw out some trades and see what people are um, saying. And I mean, listen, international break is the perfect time to make trades as well. Correct. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, thanks for all the questions, guys. So now what we'll do is jump into our final segment of the pod, FA slash waiver picks. All right. So for this segment of the pod, we look at assets that are under 50% owned because we think you have a good chance of getting them in your leagues. Um, and the way we run this segment is we look position by position. Um, we don't have as many assets as uh, last pod, um, just because you know people are obviously moving quickly on assets and percentages are changing, etc. But let's try and have some chats and see where we kind of go. Uh, so let's sure. go to goalkeepers. Um, this one's kind of interesting, right? Because you're kind of looking for a new replacement for Sanchez, right? So we've I got am. a few names here. Turner, 19%. Fotheringham, 12%. Ariola 40%. And I've thrown in a cheeky David Raya, 48% owned. Um, hear me out on the David Raya one. Uh, the goal that 
Arsenal conceded the Fulham first goal. I don't know if you saw the highlights of it. I so didn't. It was a terrible back pass from Sako. Right, yes, yes. Okay. Obviously, Ramsdale is kind of a sweeper keeper. He likes to be part of the passing game and all that. And he kind of got caught out. And he basically looked like a fool backtracking, fell over. And Pereira kind of fi- had a very good finish on the left-hand yes, side. Yes, right, right, right. And it's not the first time that Ramsdale has kind of looked like shit in that sense. So I'm just wondering, like... If you have nothing to lose, do you think it's worth maybe a cheeky stash on David Raya every game week, maybe? Yeah, I mean, if you're streaming goalkeepers like I probably am, definitely grab him. If his fixture is early, drop him because you have a replacement online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good, interesting strategy. Uh, but I mean, I, so, I mean let, let's talk about the realistic options, though, I guess. Sure, sure. <laughs> so I did want to mention, because I mentioned him earlier. Jose Sa is available in one of my leagues, mm. but his j- rostered percentage is just 52. So just above what we usually cut off at. But yeah, yeah. he's usually way higher in a in a season, right? I mean, for, it feels for like the last couple of seasons, he's, he's been dropped their best asset. No, he's been yeah. their best asset. Yeah, right? exactly. But it's just like... I still, I'm just iffy about it. Like, because what, what has his points output been so far for the season? So 5.5, 4, and then a massive 38.5 this last game week. He always has those massive blowout games. Every season. He always has one of those performances or one of those Correct. games in him. Uh, he's okay at pens as well, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry, I might have called the wrong league. 29.75 in a regular league. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, still, still close enough, right? Um, Correct. He he can save a pen and stuff like that, but I I guess it's consistency is the... not there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's, it's do you stream at the right time, kind of? Yeah, I think you got just got to time that really. Fair enough. So I see Fodderingham's hair. Yeah, he's a bit more reliable, I would think. In a sense, yeah. Like I think like, he's just he going to get, get opportunities to save. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. And I kind of rate him higher than Turner right now. Like, I know Turner is like an international goalie, American, came from Arsenal. He's definitely got pedigree. Um, but I don't know. Something about Fodderingham I just love, man. <laughs> so I have an interesting one. Um, who was it that just moved to Villa? Uh, sorry, not Villa. Palace? Is it Hendo? Hendo is possibly going there. Yeah. That's a good show as well, I guess. Because he's probably... Uh, Oh, it's 3% rostered. I was going to say he's probably a zero hero. Yeah. Did you get burned by Henderson last season? With <laughs> I did once. You really want to go back there? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I would gladly punt on Hendo. Yeah. Just, just for kicks. And then if he does not work out, they are always going to be goalkeepers on the FA pool. So. Yeah, but the, the one you're planning to go for and I think you should try and get is Ariola 40% owned he looks yes. a real deal right now man he does and I mean the reason we were staying away before preseason um, before the season kicked off I should say is because we thought he might be rotating yeah. with Fabianski doesn't look yeah. to be the case so no and yo he made some really good saves in that Brighton he game he did man yeah yeah he was the goalkeeper that helped them win the conference league as well right so Right. Yeah. I think it's worth a shot. How much fab would you be willing though, Max? I'm so stingy. <laughs> <laughs> I put in nine. Yeah. 
and then I revise it down to seven. I like that. I mean, it might be excessive to some experienced managers, but listen, I think sometimes if you see a good asset and you want to get them and you think it's worth a season-long sort of hold, I think, yeah, why not? Sometimes these like big money assets don't pay off, man. Correct. And then Ariola compared to the next best, it's a biggish gap. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, let's touch on defense then. Um, just a few names here. Uh, Aguirre, 16%. Boley, 6%. Branthwaite, 3%. Who do you want to start with? I like Aguirre and Boley. I find they're pretty similar. Like, they consistently deliver ghosties. Yeah. And then, if they happen to keep a clean sheet, you're in, you know, mid-teens of points. Yeah, I mean, Aguirre definitely has the fixture, right? This time around, yeah. this is Luton. Yeah. I know, uh, like, um, Luton's home fixtures are supposed to be tough as well. I mean, they won tonight 3-2, but you'd think that um, West Ham should get that over the line, right? I mean, they look like they could win the title right now. Correct. They have the confidence. (laughs) They have the momentum. It should stay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, then again, uh, saying that, but Arsenal looked... Actually, no, Arsenal did look shaky, but... Yeah. They really should not have lost to Fulham. So I drew with Fulham. Yeah. My well, bad. Counts as a loss, right? It does. So, yeah. Um Branthwaite though, three percent owned. Uh looks like he might have displaced Michael Keane. Um Those but, ghost points you mentioned earlier weren't a joke. Yeah. That is exciting stuff, actually. Yeah. It's decent. And they're playing Sheffield as well. Exactly. And you're doing that alongside Tarkowski. Yeah. Who is a he, machine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's a tall-ass motherfucker too, Branthwaite. So maybe he could get a goal here and there. True. Who knows? I just, I just think it's a, it's a decent um, fixture to kind of target in a sense. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch uh, Sheffield win one 0 now. God. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to midfielders really quickly. Then I know there's a bunch of names here, so I'm gonna kind of guide the conversation in a sense. Um, let's talk about Everton. Uh, they just got in Beto, right? Um, but I mean, unless Beto is nailed to start, um, week in, week out immediately, out of the names that we have here, uh, Decori 48% owned, Garner 18% owned, Onana 28% owned, in order of who you'd be rostering, like, who are you going to start with? This is... More difficult than I thought because I saw it earlier and I didn't actually try to rank them. Mm. I would think Dukori more steady Eddie than anybody else there. And I has was shocked he was him. under 50, by the way. Me too. I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, Onana's a bit more hit and miss. Like he can have a double digit game or like he did last game week with an eight. Yeah. But then he can have a very close to zero game. Yeah. I think. Garner is on pen, uh, not pens, on corners with it will be out, right? Yeah, but I or think least... Ashley Young took all of them, by the way, last game. Did he? Yeah, because I had a look at FBRF and Garner's corner count didn't change. And then Ashley Young all of a sudden was top of the list. Oh, So, wow. I mean, your love for Ashley Old, um, are you going to go back there? Are you going to go <laughs> go there for the pain? Like, What was it? Oh, Defenders of Yesteryear, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so James Garner got two key passes, uh, one shot on target, one tackle, one, and a yellow card. Yeah. 
still delivered seven points. I mean, I think that's uptick in value because he will be out. I just thought he was getting one or two of those key passes from corners, but if not, I'm still pretty keen on Ghana, more than Onana. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, um, I think same like you, Decore Garner, Onana is the order that I'd kind of take them in. Um, I I mean, we, we can talk about a couple of other names as well that are um, under 50. Uh, Norgard, 24% owned. Schlupp, 51% owned. Uh, Shade, 34% owned. Um, how are you feeling about these guys? Uh, and... I guess, would you take any of them above the Everton boys? Interesting. Maybe Norgard. We've known his consistency in the past. I did have him at a point and I dropped him just before this this game week where he got the assist. Mm. Not feeling upset about it at all. Mm. I, I, I don't think I'll necessarily hold any of these guys necessarily for the whole season, right? So I think in my preference, out of the ones you listed... Probably Norgard, Schlupp, and then Shade. But it's close. Yeah. I mean, Shade showed his explosiveness this yeah. game week, right? But we we like our safety net of points. That's the thing. Exactly. Right? Um, I think... I think I might put Schlupp above Schlupp the above. two Brentford boy, it's boys tough. because, it was tough. Sh- like, Schlupp has a bit of both worlds. Like, he has the ghost points and he has a goal in them. That's fair. And I prefer assets with goal threat, I think, than assist threat. It's like okay. the same thing as FPL as well, right? Yeah. yeah goals yeah. win games, man. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Okay. Okay, a couple other names I want to touch on. Uh, Giles, 30% owned for Luton. I think Doughty played and scored tonight. So I was a bit nervous about it. But, I mean, Giles is still on corner set pieces. And I think he's probably one of the better Luton Town assets to kind of own. Um, but what about uh, Goodmanson, 4% owned? Um, or Vieira, 2% owned? Uh, thinking of the strategy I was talking about, like... If you have a spot stashed them, the same thing like that whole David Raya thing, right? Just hold on to them. If they start, they could be fucking massive. Yeah, especially Vieira. He changed the game, right? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, given the team he plays in, there's always going to be a potential for points. Yeah. Yeah. Schlupp. Oh, Schlupp. Goodmanson, so happy to see his name again. Haven't mm-hmm. heard about him in ages. Yeah. But... Him and Giles. It's, it's trickier because they're promoted teams. I th- I think Giles is a bit more Tasmani. Like, he will get a lot more of the ball, like you're saying. Yeah. And I would probably lean in his favor over Goodmanson. Mm. But I do kind of worry that... Not worry, but we haven't had a good fixture to assess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luton yet like they play yeah. Brighton and Chelsea right they've not yeah. played those easier teams so I think that's when you want to target these guys anyhow when they're playing an easy fixture so yeah. not the time yet in my opinion yeah, I mean there's no easy fixtures in the Prem as well but true their home game versus West Ham is probably their best fixture so far yes exactly yeah and then yeah. they have Fulham up next so yeah 
Yeah, yeah, that actually could be a very interesting one. It's just not at Luton, but yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, um, let's touch on the final position then forwards. Um, we got a few names here. We got to start start with Foster, right? What a shout out, Lyle. <laughs> yeah, quite a few people that um picked up that shout out, not just on our pod, but um, I was on the TDS stream as well, and uh, we basically take turns suggesting four picks to go with and fair to say i had some of the most contentious hot oh yeah takes or picks but hey it uh it fucking paid off man nice don't don't mind that foster got under 10 points after scoring a goal but <laughs> that's neither here nor there right that doesn't matter yeah you win fan tracks matchups by how many goals you score man. <laughs> yeah goals win game there you go uh take that michael owen <laughs> no but but on a real though like i i feel like he at some point you, you gotta consider rostering him like oh yeah yeah yeah. he feels like one of those assets who's going to stay lowly owned the entire season people are just yeah. going to ignore because of the team he plays for yeah and he's going to pop up here and there yep no doubt about it yeah agreed and listen if he's a nailed 90 minute man like i think he's worth stashing like so yeah yeah. Good point. Uh, any of these other names on here that you want to kind of touch on? I own Danjum in one league. Uh, mm. I think he's fine for now because, mm. I mean, wait on the news on DCL, waiting to see how Beto slots in. But mm-hmm. I'm not worried. Like, he had decent output. He made it on to the data dump. I think beyond those, I guess, Adingra and Semenyo... Semenyo's ownership went up, eh? Yeah, and then scored zero points. Yeah, so I can see going right back down. No, but I wouldn't be dropping him. I think that's one of those one-off games. He still looked good. He nearly scored. He did. Adingra, to me, is a bit too rotation. Like, he's not going to Too early, yeah. Yeah. But he's getting the points, man. He's doing the Matoma things. He is. (sighs) But would you start him even if you rost him, though? Like, you probably won't, right? No, you can't. So why rost him? Yeah, and especially in a forward position where it's so limited, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's the, it's now left to the Wolves boys, and I'd leave that to you to discuss because I know you love them. Yeah, man, Fabio Silva and Kalasic. Like, if the thing is, Cunha's getting minutes though. It's it's like okay, fine, Cunha shot the bed, but he still got like above eighty minutes. So, I mean, I feel like if anyone's gonna miss out, it's probably going to be him i don't know because like fabio silva's like putting in performances sure he's not playing like a lot of minutes but yo if kladzic starts like i think i'd take that punt but i are you swapping i drop i drop kunya for him yeah really why not not? but what if both of them start i mean that's unlikely but i think i'd i think i'd go on kladzic man Wow. Like look at look at the form. He just scored the winner against Everton. He scored the first goal in the cup game. Right. He's a big, tall fucking yeah, guy. Yeah, He's yeah. gonna win aerials for sure. True. Right? Um he might not get like minutes, um like a lot of minutes to start, especially after coming off such a serious injury. But I feel like, yeah, man, sometimes if 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 you gotta make that take that risk, risk it for the biscuit, like Cunha could easily get dropped. Who knows, man? Who knows? I don't know. 
But it, it's it, it's obviously tricky, right? Yeah, I'm probably being reactionary because as a Cunha owner, I got zero points. Zero so. points, yeah. It always happens. Yeah. Especially for a newish asset that you just picked up. Yeah. No yeah. Uh, no ties to them, no loyalty. Exactly. Typical Chelsea fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, those are the picks. That's the pod. We we Sweet. made it in, we did in it. time. Yeah, consistent. <laughs> consistent one hour and 45 minute pod. Uh, uh, is there anything you wanted to touch on before we sign off, by the way? It's a final I'm, pod before the international break as well. Fair point. I did want to kind of open it up to the listeners who've made it this far, if you've gotten this far. Yeah. Give us some feedback. I want some feedback in terms of how we're doing, how we could be better, yeah. what segments, even if you have no segment ideas, just tell us what we should adjust on our current segments Yeah, to make it more um, beneficial for you, right? We want you guys to win your leagues, except the ones that you're in with us. 100%. And yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just what can we do to make you have more fun? Yeah. How fun. Mean, <laughs> I mean, if we don't get feedback, then I assume we're perfect and we're never going to change. Never. Even if we get <laughs> feedback, we might not change, right? So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um. We, we, we're going to uh, plan some stuff out, though, for international break. I do want to definitely bring some of the Inside Tracks people back on or do some sort of compilation stuff and yeah. maybe do a catch-up with those boys. Um, we might have a guest as well because you're traveling, right? I am. Where are you going? Going to visit my brother in Canada. Nice. And you and might see... I might see Rasio. Yeah. First time, right? Correct. Yeah, it should be fun. So y- you might be MIA in terms of recording, so we'll definitely have to get somebody on. Nice. Yeah. Shouldn't be an issue. I mean, you volunteer to like take a mic and all that, but I feel like you should enjoy your vacation. So. I mean, I still probably will have a <laughs> mic on me. <laughs> you can never get run away from the football so, completely, can you? You know what's surprising? Uh, I don't plan it, mm. but my vacations typically happen to be when an international break is on. Oh, you definitely planned that. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so good, except the moment, like, the next game week comes, you literally just want to plop down in front of a screen or in a pub or something and just take in every single game, especially because you're on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I'll be hyped to talk about, like, that next game week after. Yeah, man. Listen, while I was in Derbyshire as well, like the the reception was absolute trash. So at like chats with Castle or Manor or whatever they call it, they had like sh- certain spots of the building had Wi-Fi, and right. I had alarms set basically. So as soon as the alarm went, I was standing in the random part of the building or thing and just was like, guys, just give me a minute, just give me a minute. Yeah, I'm just checking, you know, something <laughs> on my phone, like. Yeah, man, it's it's terrible. Like, you, it's ho- so hard to run away from it. Like, but it's so good. It's so it good. is so good. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, man. Um, good luck for game week four. Have a safe trip. Um, Thank give you. Russ Thank a giant hug. Um, try and play some football as well. I think you oh, may be yeah. planning a game. You told right? me pack my boots. I'm doing it. There you go. That's the first thing you're packing, surely. For sure. Yeah. 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 All right, sweet. Um, yeah, on that note then, uh, listeners, thanks again for tuning in to yes, another long marathon episode and we will catch you on the next one then. Peace. Peace.